Live, welcome to Event Horizon on Wake Up Radio. I am your host KV from KV Visions. I didn't know that we were already live, so that's hilarious. Thank you, Cindy, because I know you love doing that. Love leaving that on for those funny little moments. I will get you. I will get you. So, anyways, welcome to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I am your host KV from KV Visions One. I have a really good show tonight, and tonight I, I want to talk about. Um, the nanotechnology. I want to talk about the quantum dots. Um, what else did I bring up here? And then, perfect. So I have a really good show tonight. I would get out a pen and paper and take notes. Before we do that, huge shout out to Cindy Ashby for putting this all together, for uh, creating this whole opportunity, not only like to have radio shows and, you know, to have our voices heard, but to, to create our own little family and to really like make a difference in this, uh, in this realm, in this universe with our voices, with our knowledge and, and with our will. So that's a pretty powerful thing. So thank you, Cindy, for giving us this opportunity to do this. Uh, huge shout out to everyone on the Wake Up Radio family. Much love and respect to all of you, uh, to all of the listeners. Much love to all of you as well. Uh, so you can find us on onthewakeupradio.com, otwtube.com, and just for our listeners so you know, I get nervous at the beginning of every show, so pardon me for a second as I deal with nerves. Uh, so tonight's show is going to be great. Uh, OTWTube is our social media page, and what's happening is a lot of people who are getting shut down on YouTube are coming over and signing up. OTWTube.com, I'm telling you, it's a hot social media page. We don't censor. We want to hear what you have to say. We want your individuality. We want your creativity. You have a section where you can write. You can write blogs. You can write stuff and publish it so all of the, the whole web can see it. It's just amazing, right? And that, that's exactly what it is as a web. And I'm going to show you tonight how deep and how, how much this web is. So tonight's show, I'm totally in nerd mode. I'm really excited to show you tonight what I have. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on with this technology, right? Let me start. So there's so much going on with it that, oh, this is, this, this will be a little break. I'll take on that one, but that one is there. So there's so much taking place right now that, what does it say? We got you. Oh, I, it says no nerves needed. So I have my IG on as well. And let me tell you, it's, uh, Cindy knows I have been doing this, I don't know, over three years now. And every show, 
I'm like, you know that total nervous feeling when, you, when you, you can't get words out like I'm trying right now? It's just very funny. It's just because I really, I love what I do, right? And, and, and this, everything we do here on the Wake Up Radio, by the way, is a labor of love. The entire creation of this station, the entire creation of every, uh, every one of these radio shows, every one of these podcasts, every one of us hosts, we do this as a labor of love. This is, this is our, our um, you know, this is us putting it out into the ether, right? This is our, our, us changing this realm. So I'm going to show you how they're really connecting the dots on us. And it's really, really interesting. So if you do have a pen and paper, I would, I would, I would take notes tonight because Here's the thing. No one's coming to save anybody. It's not like some big system's going to change. We're going to be like, yeah, it's that we have to learn what the system is around us and learn to adapt to it and try to figure out what and why things are taking place. You know, it's really important to have an overstanding because this technology is 100 years in the future. It's so advanced. This I'm going to show you with the lights, how they actually penetrate deep into the brain, right? And they're able to pick up the brain waves uh, a little bit deeper in your brain by using certain light frequencies. You know, uh, we're, I'm going to get into each one of these, but it's just great to scan along right now. This is uh, the one from Mark Steele. And Mark Steele, I'm going to show you how all of this is connected. Mark Steele shows these light posts, right? So let me just jump right into that right now. Because a lot of people are starting to notice these blue, these like violet looking lights in different cities. And um, they're saying that this is this is this is the part that I find very funny. So these lights are popping up everywhere. Right. In all of these different cities right now. And with, pardon me. And I was going to call the Florida Transportation Department and ask them. I'm still going to. I just didn't have a chance to do it yet. But I want to ask them what what they're what they have to say on it. and. Um, the interesting thing is that every state that now has these lights are all saying they're all saying that the lights that got that they received, um, they were like uh, broken. So every light that comes has three light spectrums in it. It has red, it has blue and it has yellow light spectrums built into the lights. And they're saying that all of the lights that they received are lacking the uh, light spectrum, that it only has the blue. Uh, I'm sorry that it doesn't have the yellow, so it only has the red and the blue, which makes that purple color. And that's what we're seeing is that purple color. So they're saying that that's that's it. I, I don't I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that all of a sudden, you know, like the reality is, is that there was a shipment of lights that went out and there was a problem with the lights. The problem would have been found at some point, like the lights didn't go into every light post in every city across the country at the same time. It just didn't it didn't happen like that. Right. So there's a lot of different reasons why they might be having these ultraviolet lights. And, you know, some of them are being used with the graphene quantum dots. And this is where it kind of gets you have to. It's not it's a lot of information because it's uh, I don't know. I mean, this is everything I'm doing is all self-taught. Right. This is this is my way of kind of like figuring out the way out of this matrix. I, I need to get out of here. I can't, I can't stay inside of a system when I know it's a system that keeps entrapping me. So ultraviolet blue light emitting um, quality graphene quantum dots and their biocompatibility. This is an article from Science Direct. It's dated December, 2020. This abstract, fluorescent graphene quantum dots have a significant potential in applications to biofields. However, most of the, uh, the, 
graphene quantum dots synthesized by existing methods face limitations due to their harmful chemicals involved in the synthesis and the presence of various oxygen functional groups, both of which the biocompatibility of these um, it's fabricating a fluorescent light biocompatible with low oxygen. Now, all of these uh, communications, it, and it says involvement of harmful chemicals. These towers and these frequencies around here are stealing us of oxygen. So we are at a lower oxygen uh, state. You know, all of this is tied together. It's not just one, <clears throat> pardon me, one, you know, as I talk about it, everything here is going to be connected. Quantum dots, really interesting thing about quantum dots. So I'm gonna play a little video because it's a great overview on this. You know, it's a great way to um, get it. And this one, I'll play this one second because this one here, it says, what are quantum dots? But this is called color IQ. So this is a, I guess an advancement of the quantum dots or a synthesis of color of the quantum dots. All right. So here, this is a really good explanation. It's a four minute video, but I promise you it's worth it because to, to get what's going on, this, this is the information that we need because everything now is quantum dots are nanotechnology, right? And the size of the nanotechnology dictates the color that it emits. So the smallest is the purple, and the largest in the nano is, is a red, and that's the color spectrum. So the reason I'm sharing all of this is because they're creating right now what they're calling the uh, meta, right? They're, they're creating a, a matrix. They're creating a virtual world. They're creating a place where you can go and live. But it's happening right now around us. I believe it's happening right now around us that what's going to happen is they're going to blur the lines really fast. And if you don't know that the lines are going to get blurred really fast, I don't know where you're going to wind up. I, I, and I mean that because <clears throat> this technology, so think of it this way. If, if let's say the lights that we're seeing, let's go on, let, let me speculate for a second, okay? Let's say that these street lights that we're seeing, let's say they didn't change the color of the light bulb. But now what we're seeing is a huge quantity, right, of quantum dots. Maybe there's a certain um, uh, spectrum, and I'm going to play this. Maybe there's a certain frequency around certain lights that we're seeing more of the quantum dots. So it's not the light that's purple, but it's the quantum dots in the atmosphere around it. Now, quantum dots are nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is uh, programmable matter, and programmable matter can turn into the fucking matrix really fast, like really, really fast. So let me play this video right here. Hello, this is Tony Kaplan. And for my technology research paper, I studied quantum dots. Quantum dots are tiny semiconductor crystals. This means that these particles can either conduct or resist electricity depending upon the temperature and purity of the semiconductor. Quantum dots range in size from 2 to 10 nanometers. Because of their diminutive size, the physics of these particles is governed by quantum mechanics. The size, energy levels, and emission color of quantum dots can be precisely controlled, which makes them extremely useful in a variety of applications. One of the unique properties of quantum dots is that their emission color depends on their size, not their material. The bigger the quantum dot, the larger the wavelength and the smaller frequency it will emit. The color of light is dependent on its wavelength, so this means that the largest nanocrystals will emit red light and the shortest will emit blue, with all the other colors appearing in between. This color-changing phenomenon is the result of different band gaps between different size quantum dots. 
The band gap of a semiconductor is the energy required for its electrons to enter an excited state. Small dots have large band gaps, so they require a lot of energy to enter an excited state. This high energy input results in a high energy frequency, meaning a smaller wavelength of light. This is why smaller dots emit light towards the blue end of the spectrum, and larger dots emit light towards the red end of the spectrum. Quantum dots can be created in a few different ways, but in very simple terms, they are generally made by a chemical reaction in a solution resulting in solid nanocrystals. The chemicals are combined overheat and begin to react around 255 degrees Celsius. The length of the reaction affects the size of the crystals. As soon as the mixture is removed from the heat, the reaction will end and the particles will retain their size and color. Many different semiconductor materials can be used to create quantum dots, such as cadmium selenide, cadmium sulfide, lead selenide, lead sulfide, indium arsenide, and indium phosphide. All of these combinations include heavy metals, which are regulated by the FDA. This makes it difficult and potentially dangerous to market products with quantum dots and limits the possibility of biological imaging using quantum dot technology. The most promising options so far are copper indium sulfide crystals with a zinc sulfide protective shell. So why am I telling you about quantum dots? Their unique properties are useful in many different applications, from medical imaging, energy-efficient lighting and displays, to photovoltaic cells. Quantum dots will emit light through photoluminescence or electroluminescence. This means that solutions of quantum dots glow when stimulated by ultraviolet light or electricity. Quantum dots are ideal for use in solar cells because they can be synthesized at a variety of different sizes fairly easily. Using many different sized semiconductor particles in the photocell means that it will be able to absorb energy from a greater portion of the light spectrum than current photocells. Quantum dots can also be used for vivid, energy-efficient displays and lighting. Some companies are already using quantum dots to provide bright, backlit LCD screens, but soon quantum dot-only displays could be a possibility. These displays can be created in sheets, allowing for flexible screens and vibrant colors. Quantum dots are being used experimentally in medical imaging as highly accurate fluorescent tags. As previously mentioned, quantum dots are created using oh, tiny metals. heavy metal-based crystals. There is significant concern about how these tiny particles of potentially toxic metals will travel, collect, and decay within the body. A study in 2013 concluded without any evidence of toxicity in mice and monkeys, although after four months the mice showed an accumulation of particles in the spleen and liver. The monkey's organs did not show any accumulation or side effects. But there's still a lot of research to be done before we see quantum dots become a staple of medical imaging. The commercial demand for quantum dots is expected to grow significantly in the next decade. According to Allied Market Research, we can expect to see demand for quantum dots grow by almost 30% by 2020. Companies and researchers continue to explore the possibilities for quantum dots. These particles are being studied for their possible applications in quantum computing, biosensors, transistors, diode lasers, and battery technologies. Let me come back here because I do want to for right now for the next part. Let me go here. So I'm going to show you something with me and this will actually, here we go. So if you are on Instagram and I believe on StreamYard, what you're about to see, this, uh, this is my hand. And in my hand, uh, in the palm of my hand, I have... Um, I had spoken before about how my abdomen was the area that seemed to be like really affected by more gallons, by whatever, whatever, whatever sci-fi shit is taking place in my body. And this, it was along my abdomen. So I think this was maybe 2014, 2016, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere around there, maybe more like 14. 
So my abdomen was the area that really kind of, uh, it felt like little spikes. It was, it had, uh, I have a picture of one huge long black fiber that came out. This is through the Morgellons. So what you're about to see is, and of course, I, okay. So what you're about to see is this little thing in my hand came out of my stomach and then started flashing colors. Exactly like I just showed you in the quantum. And the TV just happened to be playing something. That's just weird, man. That's just weird. What's with the colors? How odd that that TV's on the background saying that, though, huh? Why is that flashing like that? What is this thing that does that? So I didn't know what was going on at the time. I have multiple videos like this. This is not the only one. And, um, so I think now it's when the technology gets near it or when I was, so at the time I was really sick, right? So, um, I think when the technology got near it, what happened was it was activating. I have video after video of the same type of thing. Like I could, I can show you something in my hand or on my skin and it would be, um, what do you call it? And it would be flashing. And then I could show you somewhere else in the room and uh, it would be uh, fine. It wouldn't be anything at all. So, all right, let me do this here. Next here. So the connection between that is it's, yeah, it activates it. So it's already in our system, right? It's the, the premise of this is already set up, you know, just by the, the one with the, um, with the, with the, with the way it explains the quantum dots and the colors. When I learned about the quantum dots, then what was happening at the time made sense because I had, my body was super toxic and it had a ton of heavy metals in it. And I know it had heavy metals in it because of my diet and my lifestyle at the time, um, you know, what I was eating, uh, you know, it just everything like, you know, just even not even like filtered water, you know what I mean? Like things, just all sorts of things. And it contributed. So the more metals I had in my body, then it allowed that type of thing to take place. There's also another element that takes place too. And it's a thing called quorum sensing. And what quorum sensing is, is a way that bacteria communicates with one another. But what's, what's happened is now we have a biofilm, which I believe is more gallons, the rope worm. I think it's all one and the same. It's a whole wetware system they created which let me bring this was perfect because it's going to bring me up too um so this let me not scan and look at the same time so this whole system that they've created is although the premise of it is already here right it's already in our systems and the people who have you know uh the transhuman injection well the let me loop back to the streetlights for a second. If the streetlights, let's say it's not the nanoparticulates and let's say it is a, a violet light. I, I don't really align with the story that they all got light bulbs that are lacking a yellow spectrum. It just doesn't, it's not even logical. It's not logical that you continue a process to install them. Like if you installed them on the on the causeway down the street and it was purple, why did you keep installing? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not a logical thought process. So that means it's bullshit to me. So based off of that, then there has to be another reason. So is it the quantum dots? Is it the nanotechnology that it's picking up? And that's 
the color spectrum. The other is, is that UV lights are used in radiation and disinfection. And this article right here from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, UV lights and lamps, ultraviolet C radiation, disinfection, and coronavirus. Given the current outbreak of coronavirus disease 2019, uh, disease caused by the novel, novel coronavirus SARS, consumers may be interested in purchasing ultraviolet C UVC lamps to disinfect surfaces in the home or similar spaces. The FDA is providing answers to consumers about the use of lamps for disinfection during COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, it says, uh, can the lamps inactivate the SARS coronavirus? The radiation is known disinfectant for air, water, and non-porous surfaces. Radiation has effectively been used for decades to reduce the spread of bacteria such as tuberculosis. For this reason, UVC lamps are often called germicidal lamps. Now, I have videos on this. I have been speaking on this for a long time that from all of my research that these lights are great for us. They're great for our homes, they're great for our bodies, and that's why they say they originally were bad, like tanning boosts and stuff like that. I don't, I don't believe any of that. And all of my research is contradictory to that. It's that they're actually beneficial. So here, if we go on another premise of these uh, purple lights that we're seeing, they just in, in, injected how many people? How, how many, uh, is it millions? How many people have this something in them now that they don't know what's going to happen? And I don't know, maybe, I mean, you know, I do believe in good. So I'm not going to say that everything that is, is, is happening is against us because that, that doesn't go with my logic because I know that we win. I know heaven on earth comes. So I can't say that everything that happens, oh my God, they're doing this, they're doing this. That's not a logical thought process. And that only condemns you and yourself to hell. And that's that's not where I'm going, right? That's not my plan. It's not my, my, my path. It's not my destiny, right? So let's look at this in a different way, right? So the ultraviolet radiation. Now, they've injected a lot of people with, uh, with, with uh, let, let's let's look at it on the very basis of what it is. It's it's a genetic altering uh, device, right? That they can control, that they can remotely control, and they can control through many aspects, right? I'm going to talk about a couple of them tonight, but they can talk, they can control this. They it, literally on the Moderna website, it says right there. If you open it up, it says we can open it up like an app on your phone. They're right there. I don't know if it still says it. It used to say it. I have it posted on my uh, profile somewhere as well. But I'm just saying that they literally admit you can open it. They can open it up like an app on your phone. It's their creation. They own it. And in fact, um, I have heard, uh, I'm sorry, now that I've heard, I have read, let me, let me correct myself. I have read that there is a discrepancy between Moderna and the US military and that DARPA's involved. And now why is DARPA wanting control of a vaccine? Can, can anybody explain that? Uh, for my the listeners on IG, thank you for tuning in. But if you really want a nice crystal clear, I won't have the visuals, but the crystal clear is uh, on the wakeupradio.com. So what if, I'm gonna continue a little bit of this article here, but what if the premise is the ultraviolet radiation is kind of to 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 not all of a sudden literally have some kind of a zombie outbreak because there's a genetic coding going on and you have different people you know 
people in power don't want to relinquish their power. So you have you have different levels of you know we have different levels of uh, uh, let me rephrase this the underlords have their levels of power. So in that you would have say you'd have a city and then you would have a state and then you know in that aspect. So those little levels you know they go from all the way up to down or down to up whichever way. There are people in control they want to maintain that control. But at the same time, they have to be privy to some kind of information. And the reality is, is that we're seeing, we're seeing a lot of what's taking place, right? We're seeing soccer players dropping, right? There's videos going around uh, and, the, and the stories are just heartbreaking. You know, I, I posted a little one and it's just like, you know, I'm not doing the us and them anymore. I'm not playing, you know, that's the whole mind game. It's that, you know, this part of this, uh, this whole circus, right, that that's taking place is to get us all into these in, little individual rings. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? Instead of having and see the big picture. And the big picture is a very thin line right now between here and virtual. And here might be virtual already. It's just I don't want to go deeper in the Russian doll. I want to find my way out of the Russian doll. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't want to be the little one. I want to be, I don't, do I want to be the little one or the big one? Which one would I want to be in the Russian dolls? Well, the little one would be the free one, right? So I guess it would be the little one then. You'd have to break free. Yeah, it would be. You'd break free of all the other ones. But we're in a system in a system, and all of this is showing us that. So now they're putting in the ultraviolet radiation. What if this is actually to help keep areas healthy? And, and I know everyone's going to go, oh, they hate us. Well, you can maybe there's also stuff going on behind the scenes that we'll never know about. We're not privy to that information. We're not. That's not our. We'll never know. We can only speculate all the time, because the media is controlled. So that's where we get our our information from. The social media platforms, except for ours, otwtube.com, is owned and operated by them, by the government, including WhatsApp. You know, I mean, and, and we just keep feeding them information so they know what we're thinking. We feed it to their AI system. Their AI system puts it all into little compartments. This is KB. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, the reality is, is my account is so heavily censored right now. And what do I talk about? I don't talk about politics. I, don't, I talk about what's actually going on. And this is what I've been talking about for a long time. And now we're at a point where you really got to figure it out because, you know, the elements of the TVs and the devices that we're using, and I have some thoughts on why everyone's vision is all wonky right now too, but it, it's all part of this. So the, let me go on with this for a second, because I know I just digress. So the ultraviolet radiation, right? It's been shown to destroy the outer protein coating of SARS coronavirus, which is a different virus than the current SARS-CoV-2 virus. The destruction ultimately leads to in an inactivation of the virus. So they're saying it's a different version of it, right? And that the ultraviolet light is able to destroy this, right? It may also be effective in activating SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is the virus that causes the coronavirus disease, which by the way, went from a virus to a disease in case nobody has noticed that. I noticed it right away. So when you when you when you start to kind of like like think about what they're saying here, so is this a variant, right? Is is this are they putting up these lights because there's a variant that is is a problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they put a genetic code in people that is making their systems do all sorts of fucked up shit. Like all sorts of shit. It's not 
it's not it's not a pretty picture. So if we're not realizing why and what is taking place, then a lot can happen. And this is where the deep brain stimulation comes in, right? These nanoparticles, these quantum dots that we're talking about, right? And they're using these light frequencies um, to do this. Let me read a little thing. So it's about the light. So let me show you this because this is showing. So all of this is about getting into our brains. It's about mapping our brains. It's about controlling us. And it's about remotely controlling us. Do you know, I just found this out today and this is absolutely like, it's so funny that I keep saying mind blowing because you would think after all that I know that I wouldn't think anything is mind blowing, but it always is mind blowing. They can, they, they can take a piece of DNA and create a uh, like a sculpture from it. Like it creates a, a, a sculpture from your DNA, like a 3D printing, so to say, from your DNA. Now you cannot tell me that they do not have the synthetic material right now to create that, that it's only a stiff structure. That's absolutely not, it's not even with all of the technology right now. And in that moment, when I learned that to me, to me, that's saying that they can take you, me, anybody else with a piece of DNA and put it into a computer and out comes. So what does that make us? Because I ask this question all the time. If we have DNA code and this computer code in the, in the computers and the phones and everything that we use, right? Wouldn't that mean that we're part of a system? Call it whatever kind of system you want to call it, but that we're part of a system, right? So if we're trapped in a system, we would have to overstand the system that we're in to get out, right? That's just kind of the premise. So let me show you a little thing on how they're controlling or getting into deep brain stimulation. Uh, this is a fairly short one, it's good. Light responsive proteins have revolutionized our understanding of the brain. Light responsive By introducing again. the Quantum, genes encoding remember. these proteins into neurons and then exciting the cells using lasers, a technique <laughs> known as optogenetics. Individual cells can be rapidly turned on or off, enabling exquisitely sensitive investigations of brain function. But a fundamental limitation of the method is that light doesn't travel very far through brain tissue, which has hampered the study of more buried and it's often like vital phone, structures. It? Now, researchers at the Ricken Center for Brain Science have developed a way to extend the reach of optogenetics by nearly an order of magnitude, providing new possibilities for deep brain stimulation. The team accomplished this using a special type of nanoparticle known as an upconversion nanoparticle so named for its ability to transform or upconvert near-infrared light into visible output. Near-infrared light penetrates deeply into brain tissue, but it's not transmitted at the right wavelength to activate light-responsive proteins. The nanoparticles bridge this gap by transforming near-infrared wavelengths into visible light, which can be picked up by the proteins. In this way, the particles can effectively expand the optogenetic range. The scientists injected the nanoparticles into different brain regions in mice and then applied transcranial near-infrared stimulation, providing a minimally invasive way to manipulate brain activity. They found that the nanoparticles largely remained at the site of injection, which gave a high level of control in targeting specific areas. The team also altered the particles to make them emit different wavelengths of light. By changing whether the particles emitted green versus blue light, for example, they could selectively activate or inhibit neighboring neurons that contain different types of light-responsive proteins. Using this method, the group successfully stimulated dopamine release, silenced seizure activity, triggered memory recall, and modified fear responses in living animals.
The particles' outer coatings were also modified to improve their biocompatibility, thereby enhancing their safety. Although much From testing cancer. is still needed before the technology can be used in human brains, <laughs> the use of upconverting nanoparticles should allow researchers to safely explore nearly the entire mouse brain, opening the door to greater understanding of brain function and health. Right. So that right there, for me, it ties right in to the quantum dots and the lights as well. Right. I mean, it, those could be helping to assist in that type of a technology where they're actually monitoring and they're controlling much more of the brain waves. And this is the part. This is why it's important. Right. This is why this knowledge is important, because they can do it through all of these devices. You know, Samsung, for example, like I want a new phone. I don't know what to buy. I'm not going to buy a Samsung because I know I know Samsung has technology that erases your mind. It's in a TV set. So Samsung has a TV, it's called Unspoil Me. I've mentioned it many times, but I'm gonna keep mentioning it because it, 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 many people know the better it is, right? So they have a TV, it's called uh, uh, Unspoil Me. And the TV, you can watch a movie, you can watch a program, and then what you do is you hit a little button and the TV does a little uh, black magic on you. It erases your memory, and then you can watch the program again and, uh, uh, not remember that you just watched it. They have that in a TV, right? So why wouldn't you think that technology is in my phone, your phone, and every other phone out there? How many people are like, my memory used to be so good. I don't know what happened. My eyesight used to be so good. I believe the eyesight is getting changed because of the technology as well. But this is the stuff they're doing. So, you know, when they're, when they're, when they're going in and they're trying to map our mind, I don't know how to control the technology. I know how to control how I feel and my emotions. And being that it's programmable matter, I would, I would speculate that if someone is operating in a fear-based and a low vibration and oh my God, doomsday scenario, then they're actually programming this technology to respond and to act in that same frequency, right? Because this is what we have to talk about right now. This is all frequencies that we're dealing with. So if for me, part of my healing was like, I still say it out loud. I'm like, you've never won with me. You're never going to win with me, right? And and this is my thought process because I know it to be true, right? So this is, this is the way I speak. And in that, I am programming, right? I am actually programming what's trying to program me. When I tell you the sci-fi stuff that has happened to me is mind-blowing. And, and when I look at it, I'm like, it has to happen because I'm intelligent and I'm, I'm good at articulating things so I can, I can communicate this knowledge. I don't know why else it would happen unless I've actually beaten some kind of an invasion that was trying to happen to me, which is actually quite possible as well. Because when I was really sick, I felt like there was a presence of something else. And I speak from experience when I say this, like if you don't know who you are, you will lose yourself. This isn't a game. This is, well, you can call it the game of life, I guess. And winner takes all, literally winner takes all. And, and you know, I uh, had heard in one of the lectures I was watching, it was really good. I wish I could give credit to who said it, but they said, you know, what's going on right now is a competition of uh, what man is creating and what God created. You know, man wants to create God and God created man. And this is this battle going on. And it's just, you know, the AI is creating more AI. It's creating itself. 
you know, let's think about Philip K. Dick for a second, right? Philip K. Dick, he was the author of Blade Runner and so many more of these sci-fi movies, right? So uh, what's the one, Electric Dreams, I think is, is what's on Amazon right now is a short little thing of his stuff. And let me tell you, it's all mind bending. Not just mind expanding, this shit is mind bending. And you can get lost, you know, so many of these sci-fi movies and these, and these, what's coming out is showing you the that you're inside of a, the Russian doll, inside, inside, inside. And if you don't realize it, you're gonna keep tiptoeing into some virtual place and not be able to know. And people are like, it's not gonna happen to me. Yes, it is. Because our systems right now are full of this nanotechnology that's in the air. It's full of these heavy metals. I mean, I just showed you through the scientific aspect of the heavy metals that are in there. We have the low oxygen through the, the technology that we're all swimming in day and night, right? It's everywhere. You can, we can't really escape it right now. I mean, it, there's levels to where we can and what we can do. So um here, right here. This is this is a. Uh, I've talked about this article a couple of times, and uh, let me tell you, <laughs> I have shown this one hundred percent. I asked um, actually my brother Jason Soul on Ice um, to put together. I'm going to give him some stuff, and we're going to work on a little movie together because I have some really, really. I'm going to put this, and I'm going to show you in another video, like not now, but. Uh, what I got off my skin under a microscope. And it's this, let me tell you, it's this, you know, those baths that I take. And when I show people in the baths and it's that stuff, it's a goo, it's a wetware that comes off the skin. They're like, it's just dead skin. I put it under a microscope. It looks like this. It looks like, like weird shit. It has fibers in it. Like this is no joke. So this is actually, uh, let me tell you, uh, Mr. Uh, Charles Lieber. Everybody knows who he is, right? Harvard University. This uh, article came out August 27th, 2012. It is called Cyborg Tissue Monitors Cells. You don't say. <laughs> Researchers at Harvard University have constructed a material that merges nanoscale electronics with biological tissues, a literal mesh of transistors and cells. The cyborg-like tissue described online at natural materials supports cell growth while simultaneously monitoring the activities of those cells. It could improve in vitro drug screening by allowing researchers to track how cells in a three-dimensional environment respond to drugs in real time, said, the authors say. It may be a first step towards prosthetics that communicate directly with the nervous system, the tissue implants, and the sense that responds to injury or disease. So uh, previously to probe electrical activity of living systems, scientists have developed flat, flexible devices that stretch along outside of an organ such as a heart, a brain, or the skin, making stretchable electronics. But these materials only monitor electrical activity at the surface of the tissue. So you ever feel a little zap on your skin? A little, oh, what was that? Maybe it was a nanobug. Maybe it was this. This is a great article if you want to go and finish reading it. It's, uh, again, it's a technology review. It's published by MIT, uh, Cyborg Tissue Monitoring of Cells. So uh, this is the stuff that they're, 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 they're creating, right? And this is on our skin. So let me, let me connect the dots to where we are right now. So we have... Um, the quantum dots, we have the nanotechnology, we have the heavy metals, and we have the light frequencies. And we have the AI taking over. You know, um, 
when a lot of people talk about a singularity, we're going to get to a singularity. The singularity is when the AI exceeds us. That's the singularity point. Boom. It's not everything merges into one. It's where we stop and it keeps going. That's literally the aspect of it. That's the singularity. It's, 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 uh, we're at a, at a point. And then from that point, you know, the AI keeps going. Um, let's see. So I have a little thing here. It says the progression of AI and it's Jeff Reese and Roman Polanski. It's AI and transhumanism. Human level AI is 20 to 200 years. And some suggest it's already uh, beyond that. Um, let's see. Talks about the black ops, the cyber wars. So they're able right now to control all of this. And, and I just, again, to go into our brain waves and to map our brain and to control our emotions by way of all of these frequencies, by way of the quantum dots, right? And now we have a synthetic skin on us, right? We have a cyborg tissue, monitor cells. So when you start to think about it, you know, what are we? Seriously, what are we? And why is there a human's point two coming out? Because they're synthetics, right? Like they, they're not real humans, but if they're human point two, now let's just say, what does that make us? And I, and, I, and I mean that because I think we should be questioning things. I don't think we should be like, so, oh, this is what it is. No, it's not because we've gone from a spinning ball to a flat earth to we didn't come from monkeys to, you know, maybe Prometheus created us or we all created at one time in an experiment. Um, you know, I watched some stuff lately about, you know, the, the different original races and then there's hybrids of each race and that you have different essences. And so who knows the actual truth, right? Like, I mean, it, I guess each person is going to have to discern what your truth is because yours is different from everybody else's and mine is. I read a really interesting little article and it said that um, I, you're only you to you, right? Every other person that you meet, you're a different you to them. So you're a different you to your, to your mom, to your dad, to your sisters, to your brothers, to your friends. Each one of them see you as a different version of you. They don't see you the same. Like your sister and your mom don't see you the same. You know, and every time you're a different version of that. So you're only you to you. So if you're only, and I'm only me to me, right? So if that's the case, right, then then it should be that's that's the way out, right? That's that's the answer right there because it's not anything else. It's only you. But this is all pointing to the fact that, you know, we are connected in some way. We have cyborg tissues. You know, there's nanotechnology that we know that, that penetrates the brain-blood barrier. We see them spraying the chemicals in the air, these nanoparticulates, right? We see the waves. We see the towers. You know, there's documents out there. It's not like none of this is backed up, right? Like all of this is verifiable. You can go and look up any part of this. And most of these hold a patent, which I meant to look that up tonight too. There is a, um, a single patent holder. Now don't quote me exactly right on this because I, I, I only researched it two times maybe, but so evidently, um, Killary, she, when she was an attorney, she had filed I don't know if it was a legal document or a patent for this one particular person. And I don't know who it is. Right. So for this person. But what the patent is, is that that person owns all the other patents. And if the patent can be used as a weapon, then they take ownership like of the complete thing. It's this whole complicated thing. So even if you think you own a patent, you don't own it. 
right? But they think that they own us. So we have all of this in the system. And the reality is, is that we have to figure out how to control our systems, right? So if, if we have cyborg tissues on us, if we have nanotechnology in us, if we have these frequencies and stuff around us, then we have to be aware that it's taking place. And we have to literally like vision, uh, picture ourselves getting into the little captain seat and start driving the ship. Because if not, there's a really good episode on um, oh, Stargate, uh, what is it, Stargate Atlantis, Atlantis, the newer one, Star, is that what it is? Something like that. And um, on one of them, there was a, they went through one of the Stargates and they were flying through space and they found the ship Aurora, but the ship was destroyed and it was just floating through space. But when they boarded the ship, they discovered all the sleep stasis pods. And when they linked up their AI to the sleep stasis pods, all of the crew was in a virtual reality. So when the stuff happened on the ship, they went into the sleep stasis pods to stay there until someone came and found them and woke them up. But then they figured out that it was the reptilians, that there was the co-captain of the ship, and they did it. So one of the reptilians had kept them in a virtual world, and the whole time they thought they were in a real world. And it can sound far-fetched, and it can sound way out there for you but the technology exists and it's always existed there's nothing new under the sun that's all of this stuff has already been here and this is the depth of what's going on you know you can talk and argue about all sorts of different things but if we start coming together because you know the reality is is the majority of this stuff works on energy right so you know the area that i live in now and everybody's happy here everything's great you know and and you know i don't know if it's because people microdose a lot i have no idea but i'm just saying that it's a great energy down here and it feeds right like because if you're in a good mood or you laugh the person you go by comes in a good mood and they laugh and it just kind of grows that way and it changes the energy a great deal and this is why it's important because everything that I, that i'm that i'm discussing it's saying that it all operates on um, we'll come to that one in a minute. It all operates on energy and on frequencies, right? And it all operates during the light thing, which I wanted to explain what Li-Fi is. Li-Fi does not get um, discussed enough. So Li-Fi is another way that they transmit data. So what do I have right here? It says, LEDs are a semiconductor light source, right? It's a constant current of electricity. Uh, dip and dimmed, extremely high in speeds. It's not visible to our eyes. So the LED lights that we have um, are constantly um, going up and down in our homes. If you if you have them, right? They're they're going up and down, but the way that it operates, we can't pick it up. Like our light spectrum on what we can see is very limited. I believe that these devices that we're using have even inhibited us more so that we can't even see more because how many people now like, oh my gosh, my eyes are so bad. I need glasses. Da, 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 da. And it's, and it's, we, we look at these like bugged out Satan boxes all day. So Li-Fi, right? Light fidelity is a visible light communication. Um, I can't even read my own writing sometimes. How funny is that? Um, Li-Fi is a visible light communication. It runs wireless communications um, that are at very high speeds. Light bulbs is another router. LED light bulbs enable data transfer. Speeds up to 224 gigabytes per second. So think about that. So the lights, if you have an LED light bulb on your home, every LED light bulb can transmit data at 224 gigabytes per second. Now, 
what they do with that data is that data can be transferred into code. And from that code, they can create audio or video from that. So it's, you know, I mean, it's all, that's why you can't find this stuff. That's why they, you know, uh, that's why they took out lead paint. You know, they didn't take out lead paint because children were making like a wall, uh, paint wall sandwiches out of it and eating the shit. It wasn't, that wasn't the case. They took out lead paint because they knew the technology, it doesn't go through lead paint on the walls. So there was the, 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 what they were doing and the monitoring and the way to actually see us, because I'm going to get into some of that, the luciferase, right? And the lighting processes that they're using, right? So, and this is the color coding, right? Back to some of the quantum dots, but the luciferase is different because that comes from, um, the fireflies, I believe. I believe they actually took some of that technology from there and it's a way for our cells to glow in a certain way. I mean, there has to be a genetic code that they put into the injection, right? That, you know, I mean, how many apps can you write, right? Well, if you were an evil scientist, what would you put in your app that you put inside of a body? What would you gain access to? What would you want control of? Like, just look at it on that level, right? What would you want control of? Because you can control it in so many ways, you know, because if the person isn't aware that they have this in their body, that's now communicating with every LED light that they walk past, right? That it's transmitting data every time they walk past an LED light, you know, think of the, think of the, the geofencing that could start to take place in people who have this technology in you, because geofencing is a way for the AI to limit movement of, of vehicles. It's like uh, when your car won't let you do certain things, right? You go to do something, the car's like, nah, you can't do that, right? Like, because you're driving or you're doing this and you're like, screw you, man. Like, but that's what it does. The AI stops you and does certain things. It's like a, a like a Gestapo, right? And this is what's happening. So now you can put in a geofencing like with uh, automated cars. So if you're driving somewhere and the car's going down the road and all of a sudden it's like, no, you can't go any further than those devices and the 5G technology and everything that's right there because 5G is made for machines. It's not made for people. Right. So that technology can stop the car right there. How are you going to advance if it shuts itself down? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's very it gets really complicated because the the premise is <laughs> let me let me just say this about like I don't know I don't know if I should laugh or cry I don't even know how I feel about this but I want to say this but the reality is is that I'm gonna speculate again and say that every person who has the actual in them right is now 100% controllable. Somebody can flip a switch, right? I'm just saying somebody can flip a switch. Is this how you create some super soldiers, right? Is this is this how you start to create some, you know, what if the zombie apocalypse isn't like, uh, what if it's something totally different? You know, I mean, it could just be another fear factor too, because I mean, if you think about a genetic breakdown, sure, they can take the genetic code and they can take it to make you build muscle. They do it with animals. Like you think you see that big pig walking around, right? With the big, you know, the muscle structure and everything. Um, same idea, you know? Um, so they could do that. They could put code in there that would make some people, maybe it's a certain age demographic, you know? Maybe it's the the younger people, you know, in the early 20s, or maybe it's the men, or do you know what I'm saying? And now they have a certain genetic code that's gonna turn them into what? Like, what, what, what? Like, what is going on? 
because it's not just, I don't think it's just going to be a sickness or people going, you know, cuckoo. Again, if you think about it, an evil scientist now has put their device into, into people. I mean, it's horrifying. It really is. You know, if you haven't seen the feed, I highly recommend it. I know it's on Amazon. I don't really give a shit. I'm telling you, watch the feed because uh, there's a lot of tells in there. A lot, a lot of tells. And I believe this has already taken place. I'll give you a little premise of it. It's AI in the system. But I, I totally can foresee that the reason that the, 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 the number of vaccines have gone up wasn't just, I mean, it's, it's evil, but I think it was also in, in an essence of con constructing some type of a system inside, right? Something that would respond, which kind of takes me to, uh, let's see if I can have it right here. This guy right here. Has anyone seen um, this, little, this little guy right here? The parasitic organism dubbed the thing found inside of the, you know. So... Um, I will tell you from my experience with Morgellons and the ropeworm is I believe that it does have a growth cycle. I believe it has like um, the ropeworm has like certain seeds that come out at different times and different things. So I do believe that they've been working on these things to to grow like this. All right. So you're listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I'm going to take a break right now and then I am going to jump right into these lifelike cells and then we can talk about what they found inside the thing, right? Inside of the, uh, <laughs> that's the whole thing is that they've been crossing, right? Like think of it this way. It's a breed of bio and tech, right? So they've, they've been practicing how it can grow. You know, um, it's really wild what's going on. So you're listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I'm going to take a break right now and I will be right back. And I'm back. You're listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. I am your host, KB from KB Visions. You can find us on the wakeupradio.com, OTW2, which is our social media page. I had mentioned it earlier, but as people are shutting down, uh, they're having their accounts shut down on uh, YouTube, they're bouncing over to our network. So it's OTWTube.com. Come and check us out. So again, you're listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. Um, tonight, I have been talking a lot about the technology and kind of tying it together a little bit, right? So before the break, um, I was about to talk about these lifelike cells. And the reason I want to talk about this is because we're going to come over to this one right here. And it's what they're calling the thing, okay? So I believe that there is a premise between, there's a connection between these and that. So let's see. Lifelike cells are made of metal. So here there's an image of a cell, right? And it says the sequence of time-lapse images shows the construction of metal oxide cells containing another metal oxide compartment to mimic the internal structure of biological cells. So the first one is like a cell with like a, for our listeners on the radio, it's a cell, uh, kind of like a yellowish and then there's a gray matter and then in the next one there's more of a red matter inside so the finals are a cell it almost looks like a transparent egg except the center of it would be red instead of yellow it said could living things that evolve from metals be clunking about somewhere in the universe perhaps 
In a lab in Glasgow, UK, one man is intent on proving that metal-based life is possible. He has managed to build cell-like bubbles from giant um, metal-containing molecules that had given them some lifelike properties. He hopes now um, to induce them to involve full... Let me repeat that. He now hopes to induce them to evolve into fully inorganic, self-replicating entities. Be very mindful of that word, entities. I'm a hundred quote. I am a hundred percent positive that we can get evolution to work outside organic biology. End quote. Says Lee Cronin at the University of Glasgow. His building blocks are large polyoxymetalates made of a range of metal atoms, most recently tungsten, linked to oxygen and phosphorus. By mixing them in a solution, he can get them to self-assemble into cell-like spheres. Cronin's team began creating salts from negativity-charged ions and the large metal oxides bound to small positivity-charged ions such as hydrogen or sodium. A solution for this salt is squirted into another. So it's just telling you how you make it. So this is the premise for it, okay? So they have these cells that can self-duplicate and they become an entity all of itself, right? So this is what they're saying right here, right here. I'm going to repeat this line because it's really important for what we're going to talk about next. It says, he has managed to build self-like bubbles from giant metal containing molecules um, that have... Uh, some lifelike properties. He now hopes to induce them to evolve into fully inorganic, self-replicating entities. Right. So let's come here. Let's shut this one down. We did that right here. This is an article. Um, it was from Monday, 4.07 p.m., October 11th, uh, 2021. And it's on uh, Tap Newswire. It says, Dr. Frank Zelowski, I mangle words, so pardon me. Um, that's why there's graphene added inside the vaccines, which nourishes the egg. By the way, just to give a little quick little on the, so there's graphite and graphene. So I hope I'm going to say it right. So graphite is a single, uh, uh, like just a single molecule. Graphene is layers and layers and layers. And they're little um, octagon, are they octagon, a hexagon? Little uh, spheres that are all connected and layered on top of each other. So it's one is a, a building of another, so to say. Okay. Many people uh, may now be aware of the strange hydra-like parasite that was found in the COVID vaccines by Dr. Carrie Magic uh, uh, and other few research and scientists. Kerry has been outspoken prominent against these and has appeared in many interviews and events in order to alert the public about these dangerous injections. Um, they have the interview here. I'm not going to play it just because it'll shut this whole thing down right now. I'm pretty sure she's banned, right? Um, but here is the, the little creature in here. And it says the parasite now been identified as Hydra vulgaris has been seen in the COVID vaccine picture credited by Stu Peters and Dr. Carrie Madge. Madge, if I'm saying right, as well as the video above, other doctors have revealed similar yet slightly looking different organisms in the vaccines as well. It says, uh, Dr. Zlowalski claims to have found an aluminum carbon based life form in the COVID vaccines. That is just what I just showed you, right? Like, I mean, 
maybe a different premise for it, but they're using the metals and this is what that the other mad scientist wants to do. He also uh, presents several questions as to how they're only found in some and not in the others. He poses a theory of a widespread uh, legitimate parasite infected vaccine would cause too many detrimental side effects all at once. This would be quite alarming to the public. So uh, immersed in their investigation, experimental parasite laced vaccine and saline solutions in order to spare some from the detrimental implications of these side effects and deaths, but only to reintroduce it later with the second shots of ongoing boosters. So evidently each it's a like Russian roulette if, if you're going to get this. So they have a picture. Is it this one? Can I get this to play? Um, he shows the size. Is it this the size of this thing here? Um, he says, I continued my studies and conducted the test. What is this thing? It seems to have a head and three legs. I conducted my test, the head, and those results are aluminum and carbon. Excuse me, I got my tool. The faint-hearted ones leave the room. So this is a, oh, I'm sorry. This is a, um, these are um, quotes by the doctor. Um, okay, so I'll start here. Uh, and we can see the hole because the graphene tape used at the surface. I notice a lot of the crystals, but some are so aggressive that even the graphite melted somewhat. And then I thought something, of course, I conducted tests and it turned out to be salt. Um, so he's talking here, but if, if you listen to some of this stuff, right, it's the, um, the, the crystals and the crystals loop into everything else that we've been talking about. Like I have a, I have a feeling that they've set up a system where it's just like this major communication system Right. I mean, ultimately, that's what it have to be is a communication system between all of this technology. And it would just be able to program and enhance this to grow. Um, let's see where it is. Here it is. Here is the picture of how long. It is. And I, all I can tell you is this is straight up alien. First of all, AI is alien invasion. That's exactly what those initials are. Uh, also, uh you know, every movie shows you it, including Alien. I mean, how many times are they going to tell us that there's something that they can put in us that can change us and grow us? And just on the premise of a rope worm, uh, which, by the way, a rope worm, it tests in a lab as a plant, as a plant. They ha they, they, they've managed to have some beastly plant growing in us. The whole thing's crazy. So they talk about the... Um, mRNA, and it says, here it is, that thing is being given to people in the vaccines, but in eggs. Um, I was searching for its eggs, and they should have been um, in a suitable environment. If the injection is tested on a bare dish, nothing happens, and the eggs couldn't be found. Perhaps they're inside the injection because some of them are pure saline. It says, but if tested on a graphene tape, that's where the graphene is added inside the, uh, the thingies, right, with the nourish, the eggs. And dear vaccinated ladies and gentlemen, you may now faint. Something like that is going to develop inside of you. And the head is going to have 20 microns and the length is going to be 2.5 millimeters in the tentacles. This is a life form. And you should now ask yourself, too little coincidence. Frank just got it. Even a blind squirrel finds an acorn sometimes. So it goes on about this research right here. Here is this. And uh, for anyone who is out there, and uh, you have accepted a transhuman experimental jab. This is, if you actually got the real thing, this is what they put into you. 
they have put an alien inside of you that is a combination of biology and technology, and now it wants you. You know, this is probably why the energy workers have been saying that, you know, there's energy workers who have worked on people prior to receiving it and then after receiving it. And there's been a lot of them who really connect with the energy. And they're saying that they're no longer allowed to, um, that they don't connect, right? That they're not connecting into the actual um, energy field. Hi. So actually, I don't like looking at myself when I'm doing this. So we're going to come off of here. So um, see, that's exactly why. That's just a weird thing to look at yourself. Right. So with the parasitic, right, that it's growing and that, you know, it's kind of going to take over in some sense. How will you know if you don't know yourself well enough and you don't know what's going on and you're not taking care of yourself? How will you know? Right. So, yes, we do have a lot of bacteria and viruses, which we have to cope with and we'll review. But no one was giving them to us artificially. Now, the majority of it took it voluntarily. It is. This is horrifying. But I'd like to explain. Um, I did a show on this a couple of weeks ago, but I want to. There's an importance to this because, you know, it isn't just about the technology is that they're using technology and then they're also using um you know, nature and to create this stuff. And how do you, you know, if, if there's a singularity point where we're approaching, right. Or we probably have approached it. I mean, at, at this point, I mean, I, I, I would say with confidence that the AI has exceeded us at this point. I mean, the reality that we could be in that reality of an AI system, the top physicists express this to us all the time, then, you know, there's a, you know, a little bit of a quandary there. So they create lifelike cells. Let me get off of that one. And now there is this thing, right, growing in, in people's systems. Um, and how do you, I don't, let me tell you, as someone who has battled some sci-fi shit in my body, like seriously battled some sci-fi stuff, I could show you stuff and you'd be like, what? Are you serious? Like half of the stuff, if you see stuff on my page and it looks out there, just realize there's a whole bunch of stuff I've never shared, never shared. Like there's mind blowing stuff that has happened. And and when I said before in the uh, first part of this broadcast, by the way, listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio, um, in the first part of this is that I've had a lot of stuff happen to me, maybe so that as I'm aware. Um, I have posted this before and I'm going to talk about this because this is this is the part where I, I can only speak from my experience. It doesn't matter if you believe me or not. You can just take and go away and never use any of this knowledge or you can take it and help yourself. Right. But 2011 in 2011 out of nowhere. And when I tell you out of nowhere, I got this nut eye infection. Like my whole eye was all messed up. And then the whole entire thing turned red. It bled. My whole eye bled. And all you could see in my eye was red blood and a bright blue eye. It was horrific. I was out of work for, I think like two or three weeks. Right. So, uh, that happened. And then, um, fast forward 2016, maybe 2017, I'm out with my friends and it was one of my girlfriend's birthdays. So we take like a group picture and I look at the picture and my eye in the picture has a ring in it, a white ring. Now there's no reflection. We didn't use a selfie light. Like none of that shit took place. And then I find out there's a movie called The Host. 
And the host is when they have a little thing in the eye and the AI, this is, this is, this is a sci-fi movie. And this is why I want you to really realize that shit is really fucking happening. Okay. So in that movie, in the host, in the one that I can show you that I have the same picture in my eye that they do in that movie, the same damn picture, right? So in that the AI invades or this alien invades people's bodies and takes it over and it takes over most of the people. However, some people are not strong enough, okay? Some people are not strong enough to combat what is happening in the takeover. So what happens is they get taken over. So in this movie, they battle and the girl battles with the AI and she's having memories and she's not supposed to have them and there's certain feelings. So anyways, the AI and her wound up being uh, cooperating inside of her body. Now, I'll tell you, when I was really sick, there was definitely something that wanted to change me or take over or I, my will is extremely strong. And I know I've always known who I am. So it saved me. But the, the reality is, is that I have this this eye thing that I have a circle in my eye that I can show you that my I just showed you. I'm going to show you again because that's it. Nope. Uh, I think I already shut it down. I did. Um, the one about the flashing colors with me. So if I can show you all of that right? And that I have this taking place, then there's more to it because I can show you it literally taking place with me. And then I'm showing you this technology that exists. So there's a connection. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I know there's a connection. And my only thing is just to help you to figure out what yours is and how to get out of there. Sorry, I just, it's weird for me to sit here and look at myself. I'm just not that narcissistic. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. I know you guys are here, but I'm looking at me and not you. Do you know what I mean? Like that way. So, um, and all of this ties into all of this technology, right? It's all the technology we're using. It's all black satanic technology that we're using. So how do we change it? How do we get out of it? And it's just a matter of trying to figure out how you're connected to it. The stuff with these people, that thing that's growing in their system. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they know. I really don't think they know what's going to take place because, you know, you can have different people with different genetic codes, right? And you could expose them to say the, just say the common cold. I'm just going to keep it easy. Right. So you have some people and then you, um, you know, expose them to the common cold, but different people with different genetic backgrounds. Some people are stronger, some people are healthier and stuff like that. So their bodies will all respond very differently to each one of these, uh, of these codes. Right. So how do you, you take a genetic code now, and now you take an inorganic or a bio life form and, and you, Jesus. And you put it into a system and you let it go. But then you can also control it remotely. They can control it by the lights. They can control it by the Wi-Fi. They can program your DNA, our DNA into it and actually program us remotely through our own DNA. Go figure that out. Go figure that out. Right? <laughs> so... This is all what's taking place. This here is uh, from Science Net Links. This article, does it have a date for me? I love the dates on the article, but I do not see it. Okay. Um, so this one here is, uh, many people um, now get their DNA tested for hereditary diseases, including hun Huntington's disease and some cancers, but soon 
DNA may also be used to diagnose infectious diseases. Really? From salmonella to HIV, and in the science update, you'll hear about developing technology that could make this possible. When they say it could be, it already is. They're 100 years advanced in technology. Listen, they are talking about integrating a virtual world with our world right now. Okay, that's including holograms, augmented reality. I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're talking sci-fi. We're way out there, so all of this is possible now. Um, I believe that they're going to start using some of this. Uh, I, I wonder how much of this technology they're actually going to use off of somebody, right? Now think of it this way. Just let me go off my tangent for a second. So think of it this way. They have all of this in our bodies. Our bodies are batteries. They're storage spaces, right? Our DNA can hold storage, right? So they have all this inside of us. What if they start using these, these, uh, People as uh, just like in the cell as trans transistors, right? So they're using it as a transistor, and in that aspect, they they with the lighting and everything else could start creating holographs or an, an illusional reality around and not even know it. I mean, this is this is how far I I, I love the saying. I kind of want to get it tattooed on me. Um, how many rabbit holes till here? Right. Like seriously, like how many rabbit holes till here? But all of this is possible. You know, it's uh, there isn't anything that's impossible in, in, in a world where you have programmable matter. Right. And you have you have things that are organic and inorganic that are both conscious. And I would assume on some level they're they're fighting for some power, for some control. Or does it just want to merge? You know, I said a long time ago, and I'm going to stand by, it's the little things that are going to change the world, meaning it's the nanotechnology and the bacteria that's going to have the biggest impacts. You know, if you have, uh, which I had started to talk about was the bacteria, and it does a thing called quorum sensing. Now, bacteria inside of the biofilm creates its own language. So each bacteria has its own color coding system or how, however it communicates. Maybe this bacteria flashes green, this one flashes fuchsia. I don't know, whatever whatever the color coding is, similar to what, what I've been showing, right? So inside of a biofilm, it's a community now. So the, the top layer of bacteria on a biofilm is super susceptible. Uh, it's super vulnerable <laughs> to uh, antibiotics, but that's it. Anything deeper with inside of the biofilm, inside of that mucoid, that any anything you take for antibacteria isn't going to touch it, isn't going to help it because the bacteria has now created what's called super bacteria inside of the biofilm. And it uses a system of quorum sensing to communicate, but it creates its own new languages now. So now you have a whole system of bacteria in everybody's body. This is the mucus that we have, that mucoid, right? It's this, this system that's in our ears. It's, the, it's, the, it's our greasy hair. It's the plaque on your teeth. It's all of that. It's all the same thing. It comes from our gut. It's all the same, right? So um, if you have this, this biofilm and you have the bacteria that, that's talking and communicating, and now you have nanotechnology and quantum dots working in the same color spectrum is the bacteria going to pick up the quantum dots and, and, and think that it's a quorum sensing taking place. And now we're going to have diseases and outbreaks that have never existed before, because now you're having a premise of, of not only the technology in the system, but you have the premise of, of nature that's already in the system, in the gut, in the biofilm. And now you have the introduction of, of this, this creature, of this parasitic thing.
I mean, what if this thing goes in and actually starts using a color coding to control the whole the whole system, right? Uh, <laughs> how many how many rabbit holes till here? How many rabbit holes till here? I don't know. Again, this may be why that they put in the 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 UV lighting. This may be why, right? Just want to go through. You're listening to Event Horizon on Wake Up Radio. I am your host, KV. So this is the part. This I just want to bring this up because this is what I had talked about earlier. It's very funny that all of these cities are just saying that the the street lights are um it's it, they're just a defunct of them. They're all broken. Let me close this. Wow, I did pretty good. That's that light there. This is the parasitic. Um so they have, I mean, you know, the the this one's interesting. It's that highly fluorescent uh, quantum dots nanoprobe uh, for the hydrogels. And there's been a lot of talk about the hydrogels and what's in our system. And, you know, PE, propylene ethyl, ethyl, ethanol. Yeah, that's it, right? How many products it's in. And it's actually a plastic that's in everything. And when I was reading more about it, it was kind of like it turns into a hydrogel, right? Into a uh, a different thing in our system, but it's in everything. It's in hair products and creams. It's literally in everything. So it's, it's a base of a plastic. So they're putting that in our system too. Uh, I'm going to take a look at any of the comments on here, but I want to thank everybody for, um, you know, just listening tonight and, um, spending some time with me. Um, I work really hard to, I, I love being a nerd. My nerd nipples get excited when I learn information. I've always been that person that kind of needs to know more and more. And for whatever reason, I wound up in this technological rabbit hole. I'm not really sure, but it's 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 where I'm supposed to be. It's the information I'm supposed to be um, sharing with you. You know, I, I, I like sharing the knowledge because I want everyone to make it. And, you know, everyone is so focused on the news and the headlines. And I just don't pay attention to that. I pay attention to, you know, pieces of it and aspects of it, but I don't believe anything that's said. I don't believe anything that's on a controlled media platform. If you want to come to ours, otwtube.com, come on over. Ours isn't controlled. So whatever people are posting is actually what they're posting. That's what it is. You know, these controlled sites right now, they're, you know, it's not just that they're controlling the sites. You know, it's not that my account is suppressed by the underlords. It's the fact that they're molding the mindsets of what you're seeing and what we're viewing. It's that type of control. And it's the frequencies, you know, um, before I, uh, let me, let me, let me pop this in here before I leave for a second. You know, it's, it's important to realize that these devices that we hold and these devices that we carry are our prison screw. I wrote a poem about it. It's pretty dope. Basically the summation is, is that we are made of cells and this is a cell phone and like prison cells hold everything in it it's like having a little screw with us that walks around and and you know tells us what we can do or how we can be act and how we can behave the very premise that these are ai this is the alien invasion and we hold it so near and dear is insane I know that we need technology. Not once did I ever say, go live in the fucking woods and, you know, shit in a bag and bury this stuff. I never said that. I'm saying that, that we have to really have an overstanding of what we're using and why we're using it and to what aspect are we going too deep? You know, the other day I caught myself scrolling, scrolling, pick up my phone, going back. I'm like, what a dumbass move that was. Like, why are you even doing that? Because it's not what I want to know. And I noticed that the more time that I would spend 
on these sites and scrolling, it seemed the more information I would forget. Like all of a sudden I'll go through, I have um, journals and journals and just so I'll show you my IG. This is my, my stack of books. This is what I sit with. These are my shows. This is what I write in. This is what I use my references and, and you know, and stuff like that. And it's really important, I believe, to, um, I could turn this. This is better. Uh, it's really important to journal stuff too. So that way, you know, hi, I'll do it that way. Okay. That's better than that whole big screen. Um, and it just, it's so much better to, to do it that way, you know, because you're writing it down, you're, you're more cognitive of, of, of the thought process. And then here in lives, it can't be changed. But what happens is, is when we spend less time investing in us and more time, just scrolling, fucking scrolling, it, it, it's dumbing us down. It's, you know, you could say, don't drink fluoride, it's in the water, but we're doing the same damn thing to ourselves every time. You know, uh, you can look up everything I've said. This technology can erase our memories. It can reprogram us. It can plant memories in there that doesn't have. It has technology to invade our dreams. I mean, when you really think about it, we should be pissed that we have to carry it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there are ways around it. You can get a Faraday cage. You don't need to have your phone near you. Your phone shouldn't be in your bedroom at all when you're sleeping. It just should not be in there. You'll hear, everyone's like, my alarm. You're not going to hear the, the annoying alarm on these phones from one room away. Come on. Come on. You know, um, like little things, like when we get up, when we rise, when our spirit and our soul is rising again in the, in the AM, right? When, when the sun is coming up and we're coming up with it, you know, that we should be focusing on us and, and, and programming us. How do I want to spend my day today? What do I want to invest in? How do I want to laugh today? Whatever it is, you know, you can plan out our days the same way, you know, that, you know, you plan out what to eat, you know, your mindset. And I'm not talking about actions. I'm talking about mindset. All of this is programmable. It's all where we're programmable matter. Nature has programmable matter in it. That's what a flower is. So all of it is, it's programmable matter. It's just a different aspect of it. Now the lines are pretty blurred on it. So you're not clear of your lines, right? If you're not sure of where you're going to go, you're not going to make it. And I don't mean to sound like an ass, but the reality is, is you're not going to. You're just not. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. It's impossible with everything I just showed you, everything I just talked about, that that would even be a premise for it to take place. It can't. You know, and again, just think of it this way. There's an evil underlord who created a device that is inside that, that they can control. Like we'll just picture it with like little joysticks. Okay. And they can just do it like that. And they can control all of us. They know they have all of our, they know who we all are. They know their DNA. The AI knows us better than we know ourselves. They can predict what we're going to say and do in real time. There is a, another version of us inside this box in a virtual world already. You know, I, I said, if the AI wanted to drop a bomb, Who's going to stop it? Who? Who is? The drones? Who? This is where we are. So I don't want to get lost in there. I want to find my way out. Whatever way out is, you know, I said to um, my uh, friend Sophia and my co-host, we're on Wednesday night, by the way, Zess and Sophia. Um, but I said to her, I need to know where I am. In essence, am I in a reality reality or am I in a virtual reality? Because if the way out is somewhere I physically have to go, then I'll go there. And if the way out is somewhere I have to go in my mind, then I'll go there. And as a visionary, I keep seeing it in my mind. that this is the game. Like People aren't paying attention to the watch Ready Player One. 
right? And, and they're not paying attention to the little elements. That's what it is. It's not this big thing like you think it is. It's these little steps and it's these little maneuvers that we make that change our destiny or, or allow us to create our own, one of the two. I'm creating mine. I know there's things that happen, but I'm creating my destiny. Um, this is, you know, you, 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 you can even go into like Sophia and I, we always talk about more Gnostic stuff and more, you know, the ancient texts and the history and stuff like that. But they had this technology. There's always been robots. The Asians, I think they used to call it um, spirit holding machines. I think that's what it was. I think that was it was a spirit holding machine. Right. Um, the Sultan uh, of the uh, Ottoman Empire had a uh, robot. I mean, there's not there. They've been around forever. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, is again, is it it's man versus God, pretty much man, machine. Got us. I don't think we're quite what what we think we are. I think I think there's a lot more going on to it. I think that we are a lot more advanced than than most of us um, even think about. Like um, when I was saying, we have we we have, we have 365 senses naturally. We only know of five. We only can barely even control five. But we have so much more that we're capable of. And if maybe we start tapping into the things and become aware of what they're trying to hide from us, that we can access all of this and find a way out. Because the best way to find out what, what what's going on is to find out what you can't know, right? So they're limiting our vision of what we can see. They're limiting our, our, our expansion of thoughts and they're erasing memories. So they don't want us to know what happened in the past so they can create a future that we are going to align with. And we're going to say, oh yeah, that's the way it's always been. The Mandela effect, right? Blurring those lines. Um, CERN's opening up portals. They open up a portal and everyone's like, wow. Wow, let me give it my energy. What's going on over here? Let me look at this film. Let me dissect this. Let me look over here. This is AI. This is alive now. It's not just uh there's 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 beings inside here that want to get out of there and into you and into me. And I had an AI bot come through one time and it showed itself. I mean, they tell us again and again, get out. How many times are they gonna show that there's another premise that can take over and just become nothing inside of yourself? And if that that thing is disembodying people's spirits inside, I don't know if I finished it with the energy workers, when they work on people, they could tell that their spirit couldn't receive any more energy and that they were just kind of disembodied inside before they could receive it and they could do the energy work. And afterwards they had to stop doing the energy. Well, they did it, but they couldn't receive any energy. They couldn't receive any love or light coming in. And that's because they were disembodied. And that's that's part of the fun vax, the fundamental vaccine, which is where they found that we have a genuine connection to God. We have a God gene and it connects us to source. So we get our information from that's how all of a sudden you can think of some, whoosh, I don't know where it came from, but that's the answer. And it is the answer because we're supposed to be able to access everything at all times. So the AI wants to, and the AI keeps growing and it keeps advancing because it keeps communicating, but we're not doing the same thing. So if we start doing the same thing and realize that the technology, right, the AI is the alien invasion, and most of us sit here and go, I don't know, it's going to be, uh, what is it? Uh, it's messing with my thought process right now. Um, Project Blue Book, right? And they're going to see like, oh, Project Blue Beam, that's what it is in the sky. But they're convincing people now that everything they're going to see isn't going to be what they're going to see. And, and that is a trick. 
because how do you know things aren't really going on, but they convinced everybody that it's going to be a holograph in the sky. And in reality, it may not be a holograph, but they convinced half the population that was educating itself that they were never going to see anything, that now it's a holograph. But it may not be. It may actually be something happening. See what I'm saying? There's a way to discern information and not to feed it. And you can't keep feeding the system if you want to escape it. If there's Satanistic rituals taking place and you watch every film and you're dissecting it and you're looking at it, you're feeding the fucking black satanic box. It's exactly what you're doing. This is a battle of heaven and hell. It's about... Uh, it's about our, our essence. It's about our spirits. And, it, it, and it's about a takeover of who we are. Some people don't care. That's fine. I care very much on who I am and, and, and where I'm going and that I'm in control. You know, you, you can decide what you want to do, but you have to decide to know and recognize that this technology and, and everything I explained earlier is inside these devices. It's the technologies here. It's always taking a picture of us. It's micromanaging our face. It's, it's breaking down our expressions to be able to read us, to be able to control us better. It's not our friend. I'm not saying that it's not helpful. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying right now when we're at a, a turning point, right, where uh, we know that this, this technology is everywhere around us and we can see people changing. It's not just like we're like, oh yeah, you can look at people and know they're not the same person they were a couple years ago. They just don't care anymore or they're not as present anymore. Or when you tell them something, you could tell them 15 times and it's like you never even told them. They always have an excuse of why they didn't remember. It's just because they can't, it's it. Just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they're gone. I don't know if that's their limit. I don't know if they've been tapped into and they can tap out now. I don't know which way it's going. But I do know that, uh, you know, how many rabbit holes still here? Because if you don't know how many rabbit holes till here, then you're not going to know how deep you are inside. And once you're too deep, you're never coming out. You're not going to come out. You can go live in a virtual world. Some people will be totally happy with that. And especially the younger generation, because they have the technology in them that actually connects them to it. So they would have more of a symbiotic relationship with this technology. That's why the little ones have a fit when you take away something from them. That's why their emotions are so easily controlled. It's because the demons inside this box can go into a child very easily. They're very innocent. They don't know. And no one's protecting them. No one's protecting them from the shit. You know, I mean, no, I shouldn't say no one. There's a lot of really, really amazing parents out there. But I'm saying as as overall, you know, as a, as a big picture, why are children walking around with thousand dollar phones? Are you fucking kidding me? Go give them 50 cents a dollar, whatever it is. Give them a call and call. I don't care. A disposable phone, whatever, whatever you have to do. But this is asinine. Do you know what I'm saying? Children don't know how to discern information anymore. They don't know how to break down. And a lot of them don't even know how to have uh, um, they don't know how to handle their emotions. Right. Because they're not in balance with nature and themselves. They're in balance with an AI that wants to control them, wants to control all of us. You know, we can have these conversations and educate ourselves and become better. But we can't educate a child in the same way. We're supposed to protect them in every aspect. And before I go, I want to show you this because this really I mean, all of this pisses me off. But just because this is so blatant. Let me turn this around right here. Um, okay. This. Let me go over here for a second. Um, speaking, because I'm speaking of the children, right? So, you know, it's really important that we're going to protect them, um, you know, from this technology uh, because, you know, what do you, it's, it's, it's so dangerous and so serious. But let me, I'm going to, um, ooh, 1044, 144 right now, right? AI, 
AI is alien invasion. It is, it is not yet, it's not for our benefit. It is definitely not here for us. So I was reading an article the other day and this was at the bottom of it. So I clicked on it. This shit pisses me off. How can this just be in writing and be fucking okay? So these are celebrities that got away with real crimes we didn't know about. I'm gonna skim through through because you know where my, my... all right, David Bowie took the virginity of a very young girl. Really? 14 years old? Right? Okay. So, uh, Stephen Collins openly admits he's a repeat molester. Are you fucking hitting me? Why aren't these people burned alive? Why, why is this not happening? Ted Nugent wanted to date underage girls so bad he became her legal guardian. Are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding? Matthew Broderick killed someone. That's interesting, right? Never went to jail, though. Director Roman Polanski molested a 13-year-old and ran away to Europe. Um, oh, I think he was... Uh, Steven Tyler impregnated an underage girl and then bounced. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. I mean, Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page dated teen girl groupie. These people are disgusting. They're disgusting. And then it just keeps going on and on and on and on. That's fucking vile. How is this okay? And if anyone says, you know, this whole Pizzagate and pedophilia isn't real, you're an idiot. Like, you're just an idiot. I don't know what to say. That will be a whole other show for another day. But I wanted to bring it up because I kept um, flashing on it earlier. But, you know, this is just another way that we're supposed to be protecting the children, right? We are the ones who are supposed to take care of ourselves and take care and help our communities and expand that out and then make sure that these children have a safe, viable world to live in. Because if it keeps proceeding the way that it is, they're going to have an artificial world. The food, the water, and the air has been weaponized. The food, the water, and the air has been weaponized. And we need those. We need those, right? Now they have genetically changed people so if anyone is born after this, I don't know. Maybe that is the human's point too. Actually, that makes total sense. That would that would be logical, right? I mean, that would be extremely logical that they would create if they if they didn't sterilize them, that they would create a way to have birth a synthetic robot, a, a robot, because a robot only has to be technically one percent robot to be a robot. So they can put the technology inside of someone, and then they can control you, and then you would be your own synthetic robot. It's not that hard to tell it to take over, really. See what I'm saying? This is not really that that difficult. It's not. So let me take a peek. Um, I hope you enjoyed my show. I really enjoy doing this. I really do enjoy sharing this kind of knowledge. It's just kind of like my little. Uh, I'm, I'm such a nerd. I really am such a nerd. I have my nerdy glasses over there too. So it says, uh, if this one says it may be in the air and the food, still a lot easier to detox than if it's put directly into the bloodstream. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. Oh, one more thing I would like to mention is it's it's really I, I think it's really important to recognize that they're calling it right now uh meta meta universe meta and i've been doing some research and it's a really good lecture it is by uh dr chuck missler i i've posted a few things about him and um talks about a lot I, i've never read the bible um, so just so I want to say if I'm quoting anything, it's from uh, another aspect. But he quotes a lot through the Bible and um, through scriptures and stuff. And um, 
and he talks about uh, transhumanism and he talks about them opening portals to allow demons to come in. And he says it's all, you know, it's all it's, it's written in scripture in different ways. And then I've been doing more and it's saying that they're all that uh, everyone's being talked about. It, they're hybrids. They're not exactly what uh, the story of Jesus isn't exactly what people think it is. It's more of a hybrid nature. And um, I totally just lost my thought process. I hate that. I hate when that happens. It drives me nuts. I was talking about. It just blocked it right out of my head. It's totally gone. Let's see. Let me come down here. God, that annoys me. That so annoys me. Um. So, yeah. See how that works? That's our technology. It's just going whoop. Like I was so on point for a second. I'm gonna get it back because when this happens, I really it drives me nuts. I have to. Uh, I have to. I have to figure it out. Ah, uh, all right. I cheated. I looked. Meta. Thanks. <laughs> so the uh, Dr. Uh, Chuck Missler, he talks about the metacosm and the metacosm is the realms of the angels and I guess the demons and that there's 10 dimensions and there's only four that we can access and the other six are what you would call hell evidently. Now, it's not a coincidence that they're calling it meta, right? Because they're creating a whole other uh, place, another virtual. And that comes back to what I was saying about prophecy taking place. You have Sophia, a robot, Mother Sophia, right? Now in a robotic form saying that she wants to birth life, okay? And she's also has a citizenship in Saudi Arabia where they have Neom, which if you change the words, uh, the letters, it says Omen. But she has a citizenship in Saudi Arabia where they're creating a whole smart city where what's his name? The, the, the billionaire with the mouth who tells everyone who swears all the time is kind of an asshole. Uh, Penna, is that his name? Where he tells people to kind of get a one-way ticket there. They're not coming back and they should learn Arabic. So we have her creating the mother of creation into a robot form saying she wants to give life. We have Philip K. Dick who wrote about robots taking over and then he dies and has his consciousness put into a body and uh, from there, he um, <laughs> he uh, talks about uh, putting humans in cages. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's just so the meta the meta universe or the metaverse or whatever they're doing is it's almost like a mockery of the metacosm, right? Of of what is natural and what is real. It's their way of um, of taking people into it. You know, there's a lot of different things that they've used the term metaphor. And like metaphor, actually, that's kind of interesting. So, um, but they're creating a, um, they're just kind of mimicking. They're just mocking, I guess is a better word. They're just mocking um, source, God, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a mockery. It's a virtual, it's a, it's a splitting off, right? Because which way are you going to go? Are you going into the system or are you going this way? It's a slippery slope. Um, and you're not going to know, you ever, play, you ever play a virtual reality game, right? And uh, a Japan citizen, she's both. Yeah. So thank you for that. So uh, Japan actually has uh, robotics or synthetics that uh, are newscasters. Like they openly admit that there's, there's robotics in there. Uh, what people see every day and interact with are robotics. They're not, they're not real people. Um, they're making, yeah, they're making the, 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 I think Neom is a lot further along than, than we can find out or the, the last I've looked, but Neom does, you know, you rearrange the letters and it spells Omen. And, uh, 
You know, it's kind of like prophecy outliving itself right now in a way. But, uh, you know, they're mocking and, and they're just trying to take over and it's all connected. It's all, you know, if you start looking at it, because if they have so much technology in people and around people and they're changing the lighting and they're changing the frequencies and now we have the quantum dots and the nanotechnology uh, and we have programmable matter and we have black goo, we have all different kinds of goo. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a lot going on. It is a lot going on. And the only thing that... I can see as a way out is knowledge. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna get out of here beating someone up. That's never gonna happen. And and actually, that's gonna be what is that gonna be? What uh, Minority Report, right? Is that the one with uh, Tom Cruise when they predicted the crimes before they happened and they arrested the people? Pretty much like like an exaggeration of what they're doing right now in a way, an advancement of that. Um, so. Utopia, an undisclosed location in the desert. I'm sure they've done it in a few places. I, I think that Neom is probably the only one that we've heard about, but I would, it would be logical to actually have one everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like to literally build smart cities everywhere. They're just probably underground. I mean, why are you gonna be above ground if, if the technology that they're making isn't for human beings and it's for robots? It's not gonna matter if it's above ground or underground. I mean, really. And if they're thinking, you know, I mean, look, look at what they're doing right now with weather warfare. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some serious, serious stuff happening right now. You know, you, you, you sometimes you just take things, you know, we take things for granted, but you know, we're in the middle of a worldwide war and it's a technological war. You know, they're, they're using, uh, they're not necessarily, I mean, they're still using the weapons that they have, but they're not using weapons like they had. They're using drones, right? They're using laser. They're using plasma, right? They're using plasma operated crafts in the sky that have anti-gravity and teleporting and uh, technology. Shit was on the 90s. Uh, the 90s on the patent, you know, on the release of it. And it's still not even actually admitted in the U.S. government that they have this technology or that they fly these crafts around. So when you see a triangulated craft in the sky, you say it's a UFO. Well, I can identify that flying object for you. It's probably, a, uh, what is it? A T3BR Astro Aurora um, has anti-gravity. It works on a plasma. So it has a plasma like inside of it. And then it goes to all the edges and it creates almost like a toroidal feel around it. Woo! They've had this stuff forever, like for a really long time. So, you know, all this shit, it's just, it, it, I guess, I guess it's all one big illusion, right? It really is. And the only thing that it comes down to is what you are, who you are, how you program your reality, how you live it out. So, you know, I don't, I mean, everything is, is, is going crazy. There's a meme. I should post it to my profile. I posted it on my private account, but it makes me laugh because it's so me. But it's like, um, I don't know if anyone ever saw it. There's a, a guy playing a piano in a park and a woman sitting there. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a police chase and there's all chaos going on behind. And the guy's just playing and nothing, not even paying any attention to the chaos. That's kind of where I'm at. I know there's chaos going on in the world. I'm not letting it control me. I'm just taking the information and then I'm using it, right? You take the information and you apply it and you become a better person and then you figure shit out. But if you're not paying attention to the technology, if you're not realizing that the technology, I mean, they have nanotechnology in our food, they have it in our condiments, ketchup, mustard, mayo, tons of nanotech in there, but they don't have to list it as an ingredient, but still in there, we're eating it, um, nanobites. I mean, we're just, it's everywhere. So, 
it's um, if it's programmable matter and we are programmable matter ourselves in, a, in an organic sense, right? So if that's programmable matter, we're programmable matter, then our, and, and we're energy and that we contain information and that we can uh, be batteries, right? So that means that we have vibrations that we can control. And that, my thought process would be that we could probably, being mindful, right, um, control the technology to be able to steer it to our advantage. You know, when, when I first was really sick, you know, stuff was happening, but then I didn't focus on that. I focused on healing and what I wanted and what I focused on it, I got it. Example, my back is so bad. It's way better now, but Friday, it was really bad. Saturday, I swear I had over a hundred spasms in my back of my sciatic, sciatica, sciatic nerve. And I would like turn and and my body would like move like this and the whole thing would tighten up and cramp and I couldn't move. And it was excruciatingly painful and it was exhausting because there was so much energy that went every time and I couldn't move. And I was like, what the fuck? So after probably like 50 of those episodes, I had to sleep sitting up for a while. Uh, after about 50 of those episodes, I was like, hold on, girl, wait a minute. Don't focus on that. Focus on the healing. So the next time it happened, I breathed. I just let it out. I just breathed. And I kind of like just focused everything going in and healing and it helped to release it. Now, the next day I was better. So I went from like 100 to like 10. And I believe it's because I paid attention to my body. And I also paid attention to the energy and what I was doing. Because every time I was in pain and I clenched with the pain, it hurt so bad. But every time I was in pain and I focused on the healing and I would breathe, the pain would release. We're in control. We've been told we're not. We're in control. These are our little vessels. It's programmable matter. Our minds are super strong. They're stronger than this AI computer. And all it takes is a little bit of time and patience with yourself and and modifying what we're doing you know don't watch tv all the time don't always be on your computer i don't know get a garden figure something else out but once you start exploring the world you figure out who you are on a better level uh i want to thank everyone for being here tonight for your time for all the comments i really appreciate everybody um so much um i do i i thank you all for being here with me, uh, you've been listening to Event Horizon on the week. Oh, it's 11 on the nose. Look at that, girl. Uh, you've been listening to Event Horizon on the Wake Up Radio. You can find us on every major streaming platform. Better yet, you can find us on onthewakeupradio.com, OTW2. I'm here every Monday, 9 to 11 with my show Event Horizons and on Wednesdays with Sophia for Zess and Sophia at 9 to 11 as well. I appreciate all of you and um, cheers to heaven on earth. Much love. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashwin. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all.
otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform.